All right. What's happening, everybody? I hope you guys are doing good. Sunday. We've got a Sunday show happening today. God damn. Let's see if this thing is live. It should be going live right now. Yo, what's up, Lloyd? What's happening, Reed? Hope you guys are having a good Sunday. Cheers. We've got a different kind of show today. Um, and let's see. Is this bitch running? Should be. There we go. Nice. All right, so, so are you on YouTube there? It's on YouTube right there. Should I hop on Facebook or? You can do whatever you want. I'll okay. be able to see both. What's up, Joe? My nephew's on. Guys, thank you so much for joining in today. Um, Kung Fu Fights, exactly. So we've got, I got a couple of folks on, a couple of buddies on today. So Sunday morning, basically bar fights and fitness is a new thing I'm trying out here. But these are a couple well, guys. Why I, did you want to choose that name, bar I have no fights idea. and fitness? I have no idea. I just was fucking throwing shit around. Okay. So originally it was like, a fight companion, kind of doing something like that, talking about, like, BJJ, kind of... Have you gotten in a bar fight before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he we, all, bar I think we all have. Yeah. Um, so, thanks again for joining us. It's bar, the bar is open. Normally, it's with Beth and Greg, but it's a little different for us today. Um, let's see. Just quit working in the attic. Nice. Um, so, go out and visit the bars open with Beth and Greg. This is where all of these are going to be kind of put under. And then I want to introduce a couple buddies of mine. So, we've got Sandy Sandoval, Sammy Sandoval. And I've got Andrew Cortez with me. Sammy's a trainer at y Your Fitness 365, which is the gym I actually go to. And then also uh, BJJ, Purple Belt instructor over at Submission Concepts also. And then we've got Andrew, who's a bartender at the Safe House Drinkery and a lover of dogs is what I put on there. Cheers. Yeah. So, guys, tune in. If we're going to talk kind of a little different theme today because of a lot of shit kind of going on um there's a lot we've we've beth and i have brought this up a lot on our show it's like the mental health kind of you know things that are happening plus fitness and how we can look to that to try and kind of fucking get through some of that shit right yeah. and that's really the thing so for sure yeah so first and foremost how do you guys know each other <clears throat> you want to go first yeah so we met uh i was working at spectrum at the time I was going to school for a physical therapy assistant. And uh, one of the guys that I was working with at Spectrum, uh, he goes, hey, they're needing a bar back. Um, and I was like, hey, let me get another extra job. Yep. Extra cash flow right coming in. And uh, it was at uh, Gene Wine Bar over at Blanco in 1604. Okay. And uh, he was already there bartending and uh, bar backing. And so I uh, started working there and met him and um, just – I don't know. It was uh, just click. You know, hit it off. Just homies, yeah. you're just homies right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty rare. Work ethic and mm -hmm. uh, hustle. Like, all right, let's go. Let's work. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely the workhorse. Uh, um, we took over all that shit, man. And, and, uh, and yeah, we, we, you know, it was just, it was love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Romance. Yeah. Romance for sure. There was, uh, there was two rooms. And so uh, one side was more like uh I would say proper upscale. You got oh, your, your, like you had to, uh -huh. you had to dress up room, kind of shit. Other room, you had a DJ and a drummer going on. DMG. Yeah, that's right. Catwalk, right? Mm -hmm. Catwalk and DMG. And um, it's pretty neat, the duo. So you got two different rooms going on, and you would constantly have to go back and forth, back and forth. Glassware, bottles, ice, uh, trash, spill. Uh, somebody fell on some glass or something. But <laughs> Always something going on. Somebody having sex in the back or something like that. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, like, all walks of life coming through the door. Uh, eventually, we, um, I went to somewhere else. He went somewhere else. and uh, But always kept tabs, kept going. Um, one thing I always do remember is um, um, throwing trash and uh, smoking a bowl out back. <laughs> he had an old... He had a old uh, like, oops. Uh, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah, he had an old uh, Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> I remember him uh, punching a... Uh, just punching the back of it, just I was, out of rage one time. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't even remember what I was mad That's about. Kind of fit into the fucking conversation we're gonna have. But sure. yeah, no, I definitely uh, definitely had a really really bad um, anger problem back in the day, and for some reason I would just thought it was a good idea to punch it. You know, like anybody, I think that everyone kind of goes through that. How old you do know? you think you were at this point? I was I was twenty twenty two, okay. so you know I was young, hot blooded. Um, and, uh, I couldn't, I mean, I didn't know how to, uh, channel my anger properly. So, yeah. Yep. So, but, um, 
Yeah, you know, I, I've known him for for X amount of years now, and you know, like like he said, um, we just clicked naturally. There's a lot of guys that you know I met through the bar industry, and there's a lot of fucking people that I wish I didn't meet. Um, but that's just you know that's just how it's it life, goes. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and uh, he's always he's always been a, a good uh, positive energy in, in my life. So good. Um, that's right. That's yeah, awesome because sure. I've got buddies like that too. I think it's a small core kind of group, like four, five, six, maybe. Right. Yeah. Like I think it takes uh, like time and experience to figure out, all right, who's really there. Yeah, and absolutely. hundred percent. Right. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, you know, and it's, you know, so like I've, I've moved all over the country. My buddies have moved all over the country. Same deal. And it's like, but the cool thing is, as soon as we get back together, it's like fucking, mm -hmm. like, we didn't miss a beat. Never skipped a know? beat. Yeah. We're, 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 we're always in contact. Like I have, Whatever it is, or FaceTimes or yeah. whatever, or just phone calls or texting bullshit, and constantly bullshitting. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind hey, of. So what? So uh, how, why did you travel all over? So, Marine Corps brat. So first and foremost, I was Marine Corps. My dad retired in New Hampshire. I'm from New Hampshire originally. Like my family's from New Hampshire, which very small town in New Hampshire. Okay. My nephew's actually on right now. Who's in the Coast Guard? He's on the uh, in the chats. He's kind of he's what's up, sir? <laughs> he's down. Uh, um, in um on nantucket island he's stationed out there but nice. so, so shout out to you dude. um but we're that's just where we're from and then being a marine corps brat we traveled all over the place right every three years we'd move to a completely different place across the country or some other fucking place and then we my dad retired we ended up back in new hampshire so in my hometown in hampton and that's where like at 13 12 13 is where i met these these guys and they were like right in the center of town we were the, the crew all through high school. And again, these are 30 year relationships I've had with these guys at this point. Then for like, I moved out of there cause it's a very small town. I wanted to get the fuck out and I went to Phoenix, Arizona and go to ASU. Mm. So I went to Arizona state with a girlfriend at the time and her parents definitely helped me out back then place to live, helped me with school, get all the shit dialed in. And then since then it's been work where I've worked forever, you know, and we've moved, I lived in Phoenix for off and on for 20 years. Colorado Springs, back to Phoenix, and now here. Yeah. Here we moved ultimately because Beth's dad's older. Mm -hmm. She wanted to be close to him. You know, right. you only get so many more years. Yep. 86. Did you train with any of these guys? I know you did Taekwondo. No, 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 no. Literally, like, in all these years. They don't train? No, all these years. I've never, since I was a little kid, I've never lived in the same state as any of them. Like, we crazy. just always go back together. Like, when we lived in Phoenix, and that's kind of the the telltale of, of like keeping your core group together. Mm. We would go out to California and meet up with buddies. Right. And we'd spend a week hang out or like we were just in Florida a couple or a month ago or something, spending time with them. You know what I mean? With one of my buddies, Brian. And I think that's important. Like we need to have that backing mm. from our friends. Like, Hey, you need to be able to fucking push. You, you have questions. You're like, fuck them down. Okay. Yeah. Something's going on, whatever it is for sure. Just to get stress out, mm. you know? And I think, so going in <clears throat> the, a lot of the conversation today is going to be May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We're right at the end of the month. Well, kind of. We've got a week left. But Andrew wanted to bring that up. But Sammy also has, you know, background as far as in the physical training, you know, those sorts of things. And I think they go hand in hand. They really, really do. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's jump into this. Go ahead. So uh, a big part of the Mental Health Awareness Month is uh, one of the guys that's partnered up with Sheath. Um, he wanted to set up some type of want to link up together with me and he reached out and <clears throat> we got a bike ride going so next sunday we okay got a bike ride for mental health awareness obviously when uh you couldn't find any bikes when quarantine okay, hit, right, you, know dude, what I mean? you couldn't so, find anything man uh i got my buddy jay that uh i ride with him still to this day and um man like he he was just i mean he's in the bar industry too andrew knows yeah. him too and he knows how he is like He's not coked out, but he seems like he's coked out. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, he so seems like he just did a, he get a fresh Bro, bump in the back or something. Yeah, man. So, so, um, but he reached out to me and like, he goes, man, I just basically started riding and I don't need alcohol. So, I mean, now I reintroduced it into my life. He says, but I mean, now it's just you know, I don't I don't need it. Like, he doesn't, it's not a dependency anymore. Exactly. Right. His bike is exactly. His, because he he's in the mm. industry. Like he's working this spot, that spot. Uh, right now, he's at Sugars. Before, he was at one, two, three different spots. And, okay. And so, uh, I mean, when 
when you're just in that lifestyle, man, like I, I give it up to Andrew, bro, because when he's there at work, you're surrounded by everything, dude. All these yeah. different temptations, all these different people that you come through. For sure. Yeah, um, I imagine. Yeah. I can only imagine. I've yeah. never worked in a bar personally. Yeah. I've been to a shit ton of them. Yeah. I'm pretty much a pretty much a, a, a walking <clears throat> walking talking sponge, you know. <laughs> and we'll get into more of that later, you know, when as I go as we get into it. But yeah, right on. But um, yeah, he's come a That's long good. way. That's guy. awesome. He's right on. So sure. over the past, so this is just kind of a general question, right? Like over the the past few months, as we've been coming out of this bullshit pandemic thing, right? Like how how's shit been working for you? Like you're in the bar industry. Obviously, the bars are starting to open back up. Yeah. Right, which is good. You know, we need people to get back to work and start fucking. Yeah, um, you know, it was uh, it was a first first off, it was you know we were the, um, and I, I can uh, speak for all service industry and say that we were the first people to get fucking get shit canned, and then we were the last people to come back to work. Yeah, um, you know. That's politics, you know. I don't, I don't really, I don't get into that shit. But um, I'm just happy to be back, and and um, you know, it was a, it was a fucking roller coaster for sure. You know, going from, you know, the restrictions of 25 percent capacity, um, social distancing, trying to maintain, um, you know, health code, as far as also maintaining, um, you know, TABC uh, regulations yeah. and vice being in our, in our ass. Food license, food license, having a having to. Oh, because you had to, to be reopen. able to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, so what did you guys end up doing for that? You get food we, trucks or some. We shit? ended up doing like uh, pizzas and pizzas and uh, like and popcorn and, and chips and shit. You know, it's it's crazy, man. We tried to we tried my we tried um, actually you know for for the business that we that I run that it's we did everything in our power to to stay on stay on you know on uh, regulations and, and um, maintain all that. I mean, we were to the T strict. Um, that's why, you know, so, you know, I, I had to deal with all these, you know, people coming in. I remember you posting in. shit like, do not fuck with my bar. Yeah, like, people coming right? in and fucking pissed off about the mask. And, you know, I'm like, dude, I have to fucking work with this thing on, you know, the whole entire time. I sweat like a motherfucker as it is. Um, so naturally, you know, if you guys just, you know, if you have to wear it, to and from the bathroom and you know don't bitch about it you know just fucking do it you know right. and and uh it was definitely like herding cats um that's the well, best way to people getting hammered or whatever yeah and like, then you know they get lenient the yep. mm -hmm. yeah yeah so how's know. the gym been for you like i mean i've been at the gym the whole time pretty much so it definitely from what i see it's picked up which is so, fucking good like training like uh jujitsu it's picked up yeah, definitely, for sure, on the martial arts side, uh, things are definitely picked up. Um, people are definitely coming out of the caves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's starting to open up now. Um, uh, people are getting vaccinated and whatever the case may be, but um, there's definitely been a paradigm shift to where the, uh, it's switched to more, all right, we're health conscious. Yeah. You know I mean? The fact that we're 24-7 eliminates, like, the time factor. I'm like, oh, I don't have time to do Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, you can always get in there at some yeah, fucking so point. It kind of, for me, it translates to jujitsu. Mm -hmm. All right, I got a different type of person coming in. Um, they can get in here. They just have to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no hours. Like, right. Come in 24-7. But all you got to do is show up now. And so uh, I'm like, all right, who do I have in front of me? Um, why are they here? Where did they come from? What type of knowledge are they coming in with? Yeah. So a lot of it's been, like, figuring out what the community needs. And uh, a lot of it's just a little bit of guidance, to be honest. It's a little bit of guidance, man. Right. Like, show me what to do, and we want to give you Help autonomy. Help you with the path, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we want to give you autonomy over your health, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you decide whether... Um, you're comfortable you're gonna, doing whatever. <clears throat> exactly, whether you're going to come in today, uh, whether you need to take a rest break. You know your body more than anyone else, you know what I yeah. mean? So, um, you know, um, Coach John and Crystal... Daisy, Alec, and and Kane, they all got the whoop band, and they they kind of. It's funny because they'll be like, "Oh man, he's got more recovery than me." Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you guys are all wearing that fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to whoop. I got the watch, and like, okay, I, like for me, I've I've done the HRV thing and the heart rate variability, uh, the app and the chest strap, and I've been able to like figure out my patterns that mm -hmm. are causing me to not recover. 
I never think so. of recovery. I don't either. Ever. Bro. Ever. Not ever. Man, like, I mean, I try. I try. I try. Likes to train hard, but no one likes I went to on vacation for a week, and I swear to God, I had more anxiety because I wasn't working. Because I just had nothing to fucking no, do. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I was yeah. Like, I need to do something. I'm the same way. You know, like I'm always going, 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 going. I'm the same way. And until I mean, literally, like at ten o'clock tonight, I'll sit down mm-hmm. and fucking kick it on the couch with or nine maybe something like that. Kick it on the couch with. So, Beth. so that's the thing. Figuring out those patterns are like, all right, what am I doing that's causing me to not recover and potentially be injured? Yeah, you know what I mean, absolutely. <laughs> coming off an open mat, you know what I mean? Yep. We're talking about it in the car right now. Uh, but uh, you eventually figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, over time, experience, con- consistent uh, time, putting in, like, that skill acquisition. Am I getting better? Yes or no. Right. You know I mean? But, man, everyone's been doing their part. Like, I love it. I love the members that we have. I love the team That's. That I have. think the team is yeah, – so that's – it goes back to being buddies, like, whole – especially with the whoop band thing or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is holding each other accountable mm-hmm. and, sure. you know, and being accountable yourself, right? Strength in numbers. If you, you want to do this, right? Fucking sign up, whatever, you know, it's like, even with like jujitsu, I only do it a couple times a week and it's more just an outlet for me, right? You know, I'm not chasing anything or whatever. I just have fucking go in there and I have fucking fun, right? Normally I come home, some sort of fucking something hurts, right? Like my neck, Arms. like you, like my neck, Elbows, my tendons and shit. Right, there's always something. And Beth's like, Wrist. "What'd you do now? What'd you fucking do now?" Or I sit on the couch. Again, I'm 44. Like, I'm not exactly young, right? Sit on the couch and I fucking get up and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. you know, it's it's hilarious." So, all right, let's get into some of the the mental health awareness month stuff. That's that's again one of the bigger <clears> topics <throat> that I wanted to. In one of the cool things is you reached out to me to do this, which was different than. I asked some people to come on or talk about it and uh-huh. kind of have a plan for that. But you reached out to me, which is, I think is good. And in the sense that, you know, because it is mental, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, I think that's important. And after all the bullshit that we've been going through for the past year, year and a few months at this point, it's like, dude, everybody's in a different position or in a different spot nowadays, right? So, you know, Andrew, why is it, why is this, why is it important to you? Like what happened or what kind of, drove you to want to talk about this can, or you quick, go ahead yeah I, can i start with something sure, absolutely uh earlier before we started you asked him uh andrew you have depression yeah and uh first thing in my head is like don't take ownership of that don't take ownership that like at some point you're gonna have to uh, let it go but yeah. i uh, at the same time like i've never had to deal with any of that so like i don't know what it is uh, to feel that way or have those those types of feelings to where that anxiety kind of comes up and, and things like that. But right. for me, like, I try and be uh, in tune as possible with my emotions and, and my spirit and my, the physical. Everything all ties into each other. Yeah. But I don't know what it feels to actually, like, go through it. So I can only say stuff. But, like, for me, when I thought – when you said that earlier – Oh, man, like, don't take ownership. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. And that's okay. Um, so that's a good perspective yeah. of it. But there is a particular ownership that you have to have to mm, take care of yourself. Sure. That's where I have to, like, hang back. Right. And yeah. figure out, so, okay. and I'll get into this in a minute. But uh-huh. kind of going back through, just how did you identify it? Or, what? again, what's it, what's important to you about it? You know what I mean? About sharing um, the message. You know, as, as first off, you know, it's, uh, it's extremely important. You know, growing up, I... I've always had it. I just, I, I felt always, I always felt different. Um, you know, I had a lot of what, you know, what I didn't know was, was anxiety at a, at a young age. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, negative, negative thoughts I had and just at a young age, you know, I, I got bullied when I was a, when I was, you know, a kid. Okay. Um, you know, me too. Yeah. 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 But when, you know, at a young age, you know, I had yeah. the fucking hair. I had, you know, I had the bowl haircut when I was a, you know, fucking kid. I had the cankles and, <laughs> you know, my mom, my mom, you know, dressed me up and all the shit that we all went. Through. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And, um, it, you know, I, I started, you know, I, I never really necessarily had a good childhood. Um, you know, my dad never being there and, and, um, you know, my mom tried, you know, she, she really tried to do both ends of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so naturally, you know, having a sister too, my, 
my 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 mom was gravitating towards her and uh so you know i had a lot of uh demons at a young age you know that i had no idea i i, I never uh expressed my my emotions or feelings i never knew what they were i didn't know what was acceptable and what wasn't you know because i didn't have a father figure around yeah. and um it kind of uh you know we started we started therapy at a young age me and my sister and and um you know automatically i thought that i was different because of you know us having to go through you know therapy and whatnot um so naturally i i just felt like an outcast um i got into skateboarding because because it it helped me cope with uh you know a lot of those feelings i didn't need to hang out with anybody you know i had my little group my you know um but i was always a kid by myself skateboarding you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a huge introvert like okay. huge um as i got in the I'm bar and show and talk about this then. yeah important. yeah uh and you know so getting older it never really uh fixed itself it got worse and worse and you know, as, as I got older and, and got experimental, experimented with, you know, just drugs and drugs and, yeah. and women and, you know, just, you know, the, the typical bullshit, mm-hmm. it kind of enhanced it. You know, there's, you know, like, my, you know, you go through like your first breakup and, you know, your first real breakup and, you know, all that shit. And it just gets really bad from there. For me, it did. And, um, okay. you know, fast forwarding to you know, 2021, you know, having a lot of alcohol and, and, you know, drugs and, and whatnot mixed in with it. It, it just fucking amped it up. It was the perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, uh, Freedoms. I just had, yeah, you get, you get a little dep- older, you're yeah. all partying, hanging out, doing whatever. Yeah. Um, my depression was, was, uh, at a, not at an all time high at that point, but it was, it was just, I, I was like, well, fuck it. You know, like I'm just, Day by day, you know. You feel like it was building up. I think I was just trying to, kind of like, I felt like I felt like, uh, and I still feel like this at times, but I felt like I was on a canoe and it was just like a fucking, you know, there's a, a leak and okay. I was just dumping water, just enough to get, just keep just on keep going. Cool. Next right. day, mm. dumping water, you know, um, scraping, cutting it out slowly but slowly, you know, and um, and so. I think that at, a, at some point when I was, when I was 24, I, uh, you know, or 25, I think that was just when I hit first time I ever hit rock bottom and, um, you know, <clears throat> did some, you know, just was ready to end it all. Did some shit. Um, I won't get into specifics, but ended up, uh, my, my buddy, Chris, you know, I, I just said, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to end my, you know, I want to, I want to end my life. Um, and, uh, I called, I call, I let my buddy Chris know, you know, and he fucking rushed over. This is like at three thirty in the morning. And I also wasn't in my right mind. You know, I was yeah. fucking, you know, had ate like three Xanax and was fucked up and, you know, had, you know, my firearm on me and, and, um, and so then he, uh, you know, he, he fucking, you know, busted the door down pretty much and scooped me up, grabbed me, fucking slapped the shit out of me and, and, um, and then, uh, took me to the, to, you know, to the, to the hospital. And at that point you're on suicide watch. So yeah. you're, you know, this is, this is all fucking new to me. And, you know, you have SAPD there and, you know, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they open the curtains, they strap you. It's a surreal feeling. Um, and at that point, the you know, Xanax is really taking over. So I was just kind of not, I was in and out, you know, my, I remember my sister being there showing up and I just remember the look on her face, you know, and she's just mortified, you know? And, um, and for me, that was, a a, a surreal, you know, it, was, it got, things got real. And so, you know, they, they do all that. They, they take you upstairs to the psych ward. Uh, I was at Methodist specialty and transplant and, um, I just remember right before going out, I, there's this, this gentleman that came up that was staying in the ward and, uh, and he was, you know, comes up to me and as I'm strapped in the, uh, in the bed, he's just grabbed my hand. He said, you know, everything's going to be all right. Things, things are, can always be worse, man. You know, you, you're going to get through this and, you know, uh, God has a plan for you. And, and I just remember 
closing my eyes and and then waking up fuck i don't even know like probably like eight nine hours later ten hours and uh and at that point you know i, I had to stay there for a while yeah. and you know like a like a week and and see the horrors the horrors of of what mental you know just mental disorder like the depression or there's a lot of stuff going on in there you know um very extreme and and at that point i told myself you know it took a few it took a while to, for me to really register what was going on and you know the not being able to talk to anybody you can't have your you're cell phone down, yeah you're on lockdown yeah. they pump you with drugs you know um funny side uh, side thing side uh story is that when they gave me trazodone and then they gave me uh i think the respiradol i think i remember years later I saw uh, one of those infomercials saying, uh, have you been, you know, uh, prescribed uh, Respiradol? If so, you're compensated because, you know, so-and-so. And Some fucking log. Yeah, they ended up uh, finding out that, and I could be wrong about this, and I don't know how accurate it is, but um, it gives you uh, uh, tits pretty much, you know, so. Man boobs. Yeah, and I'm glad that, uh, you know, I, I took the, I took those, the the medication for probably a week when I got out and then I said fuck that after that you know it just made me it made you feel you know like a walking talking zombie yeah and um and uh, fuck you big pharma but um you know it's uh it, it's you know it was uh it was it was a gnarly experience and thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people maybe not to that extent but there are definitely people out there that go through this like we still I mean with like veterans and there's a lot, there's a lot of different, not just, you don't just have to be a vet to go through a trauma thing. There can be traumatic shit that happens in your life and just shit piles up mm -hmm. right? and that can happen. And thanks for sharing that because I think a lot of people still, even though we're kind of in this social media world and bullshit and all that, they're either afraid to talk about what's happening in their life and, or they don't have somebody to talk to. Yeah. Right. And I think just getting your story out there, and telling kind of, Hey dude, there is another side. Like you can come through it. Yeah. Right. And, and as males, you know, I, you know, I, I encourage everyone, uh, don't be afraid to talk about, you know, your feelings. No one's going to call you a pussy or anything like that. It's not going to make you less of a man. Um, I think that it's, it's a taboo, you know, especially yeah, as strong goes, fucking whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Back to your core people. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Back to your, your core team. Like who do you have around you? Um, can I trust this person? Right. If I open my mouth, are they going to tell other people? You know what I mean? Right. So like, There's got to be a certain level of, it, it, you know, confidence in those people. Yeah. And, and it, in my line of work, man, you know, like I, how I referred to as a, as you know, bartenders, we're sponges, man. Like, and that's what people don't understand. So I still deal with, you know, like depression, anxiety. Some days are better than others, sure. but, but, um, you know, for me, it's like, you got to remember for people that don't have never been in the bar industry or never served, you know, alcohol to fucking patrons, man, you are, you literally are, a, you're a therapist, you know, and, and people that come in and just fucking drown their, they drown, they, sorrows you know, so, is, you know, in how they the call glass. it spirits, right? Yeah. You know why they call it why? spirits? Because you're letting your spirits out. The bad in spirits. A, in a sense. Yeah. When people, when people get a little tossed and start to like, yeah. There's a little bit more of a share. Uh, uh, yeah, like the, the right, liquid courage. My, my walls down. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, you share things. Yeah. And when you <clears> share <throat> things, like, you're you're putting it out there almost. And almost, I don't want to sound too woo woo, but you're putting it out there in the universe. You know, right. You're kind of manifesting it in a sense. And so, when he has to listen to you, you have to be like, bar. Tender slash counselor. Slash yeah. And, and, and I know, and I talk to a lot of my, uh, a lot of patrons, man. And, and, you know, I see a lot of people that go through the thick. And so that's why they're there. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Fuck it. It's yeah. Easy to get hammered every night. Fuck and it, forget about your. Problems. Yeah. And, you know, and I, you know, I, I, it makes me, it makes me appreciate my, my journey and, and, and how, how far I've come. And it also makes me appreciate, uh, just being able to, to talk to people and, and let them, you know, let them know it's going to be all right. Now, whether they believe it or not, you know, it's, 
It's a hard thing, it, man. He, that's where the the owning it. That's like, in, right? that's yeah, and that's yeah, that's fucking, like you can't fuck. You can you know. Nobody else can force you to do anything. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him right. drink. So one of the things is like Beth and I, we talk all the time about like because that's one of the even after jujitsu, it's nine 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 thirty. By the time I get home from getting food, or it's nine o'clock, whatever. And we eat dinner every single night together, right? It's kind of like our thing. We sit down at the table and we eat dinner every night. What time? Just depends. Like okay. after the show, it could be ten thirty at night, right? If it's on a Wednesday, ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, we're we're eating dinner, right? Who cooks? Depends on what we cook. Beth okay. normally is doing most of the cooking um, nowadays. So, um, but sorry, my email is going crazy over here. And I forgot to shut it down. So, one of the the keys with us talking is being very very open about kind of like what's what's going on. Like we talk about work, we talk about stresses, right? Um, and Beth, we, Beth's talked about it on our show is we are like, she, she's got a biological depression. Like she has to take medicine to help her with her depression. Right. Because she'll have these kind of ups and downs. Right. And it's been like that forever. And it's something that we talk about on a regular basis because we don't talk about it. All of a sudden she'll just be like, I'm anxious. Yeah. Like she's having a fucking super anxious, weird day or something like that. And I think just acknowledging that and having, other to talk to kind of helps to yeah. you got to get it out there and you have to get it out there and it's funny is that you know i know so many that's a beautiful thing if you you can be able to talk to one another um especially if you're in a relationship you know communications it's you know nine nine ninety percent of it you know and and uh you know i think it's important even if it's not your significant other somebody somebody yeah you know i luckily you know, like I said, I have, I have this guy, you know, I have, uh, you know, I got two other friends of mine that, that go through the thick and, you know, that won't judge me and, right. and, you know, and, uh, realistically, you know, what I learned was, you know, uh, it was, I have a lot of friends, I had a lot of friends that, that committed suicide because, you know, they were unhappy you know, some of them I won't even, I'll never understand because I, 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 you didn't, see I didn't get to talk to them. Yeah. yeah. And it, it came out of, uh, it came out of, out of nowhere, you know, and, uh, they were hanging on all that. Yeah. Everything. And they were the happiest, you know, outside they're the happiest people, you know, I have friends that are veterans that, you know, same thing, you know, and, so it's, um, it's easy to put up a good front, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's, it's always the happiest, the, the, like comedians, you know, like. I say they're the saddest people on the mm -hmm. inside kind of thing, right? That's where yeah, they get man, some for of the sure. comedy from, right? Yeah, it, it, that's where they get their, yep. Yeah, so I'm definitely a big proponent of counseling. Like, even, so my brother died when I was like 12 or something like that. I jumped into counseling, but I also, same deal, like. How did, like, how did he pass? He, had a car, he was in a car accident. Okay. And uh, so he's my older brother, my oldest brother, <clears throat> but that kind of drove started a lot of shit but i was a skateboarder i did the things and me and my my next older brother joe we talked you know he was kind of doing his own thing he had some challenges some issues certain things like that right and moving all over the country and doing different things it was a challenge right mm -hmm. so when we got back to new hampshire we did the same thing as every other high school kid you know you start drinking beers having keg parties out in the woods and doing those sorts of things that was normal but Anytime I've always kind of said this is like I've gone to, gone to counseling, you know, on my own when um, years and years and years ago, it was right around the time I started working for the company I work for now. I was like, fuck it. I need to go. I just needed somebody to talk to. Right. And so if you guys, if anything, there's ways to reach out to counselors, like professionals that do the shit. One of the fucking funniest things was like the dude was like, "Have you ever lived on your own?" I was, I'd never lived on my own. I'd always had a girlfriend that lived with me with a room or another roommate or something like that, and it was just trying to reframe your life mm -hmm. and kind of think about it in a different way, mm -hmm. right? So you know, that definitely helped me. Even like I said, the the dinner table talk is, you know, if one of us thinks, "Hey, we need to talk to a pro." Mm -hmm. fucking do it, it yeah. there's no problem with that right i think so when he asked you if you were if you ever live on your own how long did you live on your own for a year just a year and then i met beth and then we moved in there <laughs> shortly thereafter how was that year for you it was a big party is what it was mm -hmm. it was fun no it was awesome i mean it was it was a lot of growth like i rode my mountain bike every single day kind of thing i get home from work and 
ride my mountain bike, and I just do shit for myself, you know. And then we'd hang out, and it became like a little fun little party pad kind of thing. And and, and that that uh, uh is is that's 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 what's up because that's another thing is that you know, I guess my advice is if you're going through if you're going through uh, the thick anxiety depression, try to um, just try to find something that that, that that you enjoy. And, uh, you know, it may, it may not be something that you want to do at the, at right at the first, you know, first couple of times, like read a book or something different or do some Wim Hof, Wim Hof breath work. Shout out to Wim Hof. Part of training, man. Um, go, train, go train, go lift, um, go fucking sit in a sauna, you know, go for a walk, go thrift, you know, um, get, you know, pick up a pencil and, and draw or something. Just- do something. Mm-hmm. Distract yourself a bit, maybe. But you had to, what you had to do, you had to reframe, like you said, you had to reframe yeah. how you lived. And reframe is just another term for, I gotta train. I gotta train myself to do something different. Yeah, do yeah. something different. Same thing over here, I gotta train differently. I gotta figure out, I gotta adapt to the situation. What's what's in front of me? What do I have? Uh, same, I mean, we go to the mats. You know what I mean? Like, yep. alright, cool. I'm, I'm in a scar fold position and it's, that pressure's all on my rib cage. Like, right. Cool. All right, <laughs> How do I deal with this shit? The first yeah. time it sucks. Yeah. yeah. The second time yeah. it still sucks. The third it, time it's not quite so bad. Yeah. You have coach Dave on you and neon belly and or his top pressure. And you're, you're literally and wanna, it sucks. You literally want to tap just from his pressure. And like, you feel like you're under a fucking bus, you know? Right. And we're, we're kinda, and you just deal through it. Yeah. yeah. So he, he came by, uh, to open mat, uh, Coach John was there, and Crystal was hanging out, too. And a uh, com- conversation came up with the whoop band and, and things like that. Yeah. And uh, a lot of it was recovery and the HRV. And he was asking questions. Like, well, why does it – how do you feel about it? Or uh, how do you feel you recovered? And, and, and uh, just kind of picking, picking it apart a little bit. Uh, like, it, it forced you to examine, like, what am I doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like, why am I doing this? Why am I... How, do, how can I improve the situation? Exactly. How can I... Yeah. What am I really doing? You know what I mean? Am I just kind of just going through the motions and doing, you know, just kind of throwing shit out there and see what happens, see what sticks? Um, or, all right, cool. Like, what's the purpose? Is there a purpose behind it? Right. Okay. Absolutely. 100%. For sure. So, I mean, that's... And that's kind of like anything, like, from work, from professional life. So, I know one of the, one of the big challenges that kind of we went through was, like, Beth and I was with related to her work a while back right and she had some leaders are better than others right and that that can happen a lot and that was a major 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 stressor on her at one point right now her her current leader is fucking rad right but when a couple times or a while back wasn't quite that same person right but i think it comes down to leadership and people helping to guide you and being good at what they fucking do Right, because you don't want to necessarily go coach or go train with somebody that's just gonna fucking beat the living shit mm-hmm. out of you without telling you what they're doing and why they're doing it. There's purpose and principle behind a lot of the stuff, and I think that comes to like a mental um, health, like a rehabilitation kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Is training, and you were talking about it also. It's the recovery portion of it, right? Because you go through you have these manic episodes, but you've got to recover. You have to take care of yourself at the in the end. It's like that with a lot of things, right? When you think yeah. about it. You have to fucking be able to give yourself time. You have to be able to heal and, you know. Yeah, and, and I never I never knew. Uh, he, he, you know, he's always been training for a long time for, for a grip. And I remember right when I first started jujitsu, he said, well, jujitsu is going to translate into everything. Uh, your time on the mats uh, to life off the mats. And I just, now, now I just kind of understand it. That it's, uh, it clicks because... Recovery, um, uh, recovery from you know training or whatnot, um, and having that that mentality of, well, okay, what did what worked on the mats, and yeah. what worked for me, and what 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 doesn't work, uh, you know, what works for me off the mats and what doesn't work, you know, so, um, you know, should Just I navigating through yeah. whatever situations at hand? Pull that mic close. Nav- navigating through pain that I might be having through my body. Yeah. I mean, like having someone guide you to figure out, okay, how can I navigate through my life, my current situation to grow? How can I learn about more about myself, what I'm capable of? Right. Absolutely. That's one of the things it's like, again, I started, you don't know what you don't know. 
Taekwondo for 10 years. So when did you start? Year, when did you start Taekwondo? I was like 30, 30-ish, something like that. Okay. You got them kicks. Right? And then I did that for like 10 years. And then when I moved here, the closest one out of that school, like Tiger Rock Academy, is like way over in Bernie. And I was like, I'm not fucking driving to Bernie in this traffic and all this shit, right? Yeah. And then I found the Your Fitness 365, and I saw that you know Submission Concepts was right there. And starting a new thing at 42 years old, Starting a new skill and trying, I had a little bit of experience and exposure through Taekwondo. Like my my the master that worked there, he's a ninth degree. He'd go on, he'd go and learn a little bit and then bring it back and learn a little bit and bring it back. So I knew a little tiny bit, but not true BJJ. Like mm -hmm. it it was kind of a a side gig, right? If you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. But not being afraid to jump into something new, and that's kind of one of the things that I, I always like. I challenge like my wife to. Like, try something different. She goes to a different gym because she likes the boot camp kind of workouts and shit like yeah, that. I remember when she first came in. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's what I, I've always been a person that's like, I, I try and challenge myself to new things. Like, fucking run or work out or do whatever. Like, doing a podcast. Creating a fucking podcast from the ground up and trying to figure out how to do this shit, right? Trial and error. You know, and that's mm -hmm. really what it comes down to. So, again, it comes back to, you know, how do we handle, how do we manage challenges that are put in front of us like through a fucking pandemic yeah what do you do like i yeah. built the goddamn gym up here with some weights <laughs> and a fucking flat flat bench until we could get back into doing things right and what how do you handle the adversity that comes to you now like so what would you say how did you that you said you've mentioned that it's still kind of a daily kind of thing you mm -hmm. acknowledge but how have you helped how, what's helped to manage that and kind of i mean <clears throat> sammy maybe you can chime in for like training people and <laughs> Doing those things as well. Well, for me, it, you know, we did a Wim Hof seminar. Um, I think about what year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, I was just about to. That was the first thing I was going to say. It's just really breath work. And breath work, yeah. And it sounds Why is that a thing. I know I've heard of Wim Hof, of course. He's the dude that gets in the fucking ice tubs and shit like that. Yeah, man, he climbed Mount Everest with, <laughs> yeah. uh, without oxygen, short shorts and, and boots. <laughs> yeah, it's a, no crazy shirt. shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you know the the basic. Uh, principle of it was well they what they said was what happens when you get into fucking cold ass waters right. you know you start <laughs> you know, start hyperventilating and, and then your central nervous system goes into shock and then your brain starts going fucking haywire and so what is that in stressful situations just diaphragmic breath similar yeah you, it's response. crazy you know and and there's so it's much your, science behind it you it's know your nervous system it's, it's, it's your fight, fight or, or flight, flight. yep I was just gonna say your fight or flight, right? Behind, am I getting chased by a lion, and like the chest breathing, heavy breathing, or is it calm, cool, collect? How do you deal my with rest the stressful digest? situations? Yeah, the rest and digest uh, a side of your nervous system. So am I, am I in a heightened state? Is it bad stress? All right, cool. All right, is it good stress? All right, how can I navigate yeah. through good and bad stress? And, and yeah, really just training the brain and spinal cord. That's what it comes right? down to. Yeah, it's part of, back to training. Part of training, yep. all right? Can I navigate through this? Yes or no. Am I getting stronger, better through this? Did I recover from the day before? Yes or no. It's just uh, <laughs> figuring out, like... Wim Hof. Wim Hof. So you're hyper-oxygenating uh, the body. You get blood flow to, to the, Every part the of entire it. system. Yeah. And then you have your retention time. And the retention time kind of builds the more you kind of practice it. But... Uh, for me, what I've noticed is the mental clarity, uh, the recovery, yes, but uh, the mental clarity, just having a, a just extra clear mindset. Okay. Coming into a, a new situation, if I'm, if I got something, if I got a heavy heart or just my head's just going off the wall or something, I'm like, all right, let me just get like, there's a YouTube, uh, uh, my girl Shireen, uh, she has a 10-minute uh, YouTube video. I'll just put the 10 minutes on, lie back. Get my breath work in for ten minutes. Kind of like meditating a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, and 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 you start. I mean, it, it it's almost like a fucking. You get I've high. On your, I've seen it. I've heard it. It's almost heard like it getting, high on, getting, getting high on your own supply, like yeah. a DMT trip. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had that. We had the seminar, and I remember signals yeah like a slight. we got in there, and they I kind of forget the, the 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 name of it, but she Serene said it was you get T Rex hands. Yeah, some some of people some people will. So through the rounds we're doing, I, my hands and I was in just deep breath work. My hand, you, your hands start like clenching, doing that like T Rex. And I go, 
Holy fuck. shit! Yeah, if it was the fucking gnarliest, one of the gnarly my your toes too. You start doing that from and getting I'm, oxygen in your body. Yeah, and 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 it's I was like, a, okay, and I was just like, oh my god! But she said, don't freak out. Just keep breathing. You'll, you'll be able to use keep your going. Hand. And then yeah. and and after you know, uh, I just start so during this breath work. I start seeing like stars, and and I start seeing like just like fucking. Your trip, like a slight shroom trip. Yeah, almost. yeah. It was like a, like a, like a, like a, what's the word? Um, Hallucinating enlightenment. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, microdosing mushrooms. You know, um, but it's it's the you have the power already. You know what I mean? Like it's just my breath. I'm just breathing a certain way. Yeah, and I'm able to get to a certain state. It's interesting. You know I mean? shit. It's crazy, it's man. It's it's crazy. So I'll put the ten minute. I call it a snack. My, uh, I have mobility snacks. Okay. And uh, I also have my 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 breathing snacks. I get my my breath work in uh, quick snack throughout the day, and I usually get this one in. It's a ten minute block uh, after sessions or uh, whenever I just feel an uh, extra. Like, all right, I just need I just need a quick breathing session in real quick. Okay. And it's it's important too. You know, I get mine after I get mine after a stressful night at work. You know, you you get you come home with. With just all the negative, compressing all the negative energy. You know, there's shit popping up. There's fights, or not. You know, there's or just bullshit. Asshole customers. You know, like you know, had some dickhead yesterday night. You know, like just you know, he was slamming it. You know, just some people just don't have etiquette, and then he's just slamming his bottle down on the on the bar top, like to get my attention, like pop, pop, pop. And I'm like, that it's not. It's not the way it goes, my guy, you know, and I'm like, hey, man, chill out. You can't be doing that. You know, you're going to you could break a bottle on your damn hand, you dumbass. Like and, you know, and so, it, it, you know, you get home and you're just like, you know, you're you're trying to find a way to decompress. And there's no better right. way than for me. Yeah, I, you know, then he's doing that. The breathing. I was, yeah. Smoke a bowl. To, and, so yeah. Breathe. After we get done with the show, we'll share some shit out. I'll have you send me some links yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll share it yeah. out with the, with the um, crowd. My girl, Shireen Yusuf, she's out of Houston. Okay. And she came down for a workshop uh, the first time at the gym. It was probably a couple years back. Um, but when my mom was going through uh, her, her battle with cancer, okay. it eventually spread to her lungs. Okay. And so it was colon cancer, but it spread to her lungs. And there was a short time where she couldn't, it was rough to breathe. Yeah. And so from then, I kind of started deep diving. And then I heard like how can you, what, you, what are alternatives to help? It, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, came across uh, Joe Rogan, and uh, he had Wim Hof on there, and then the method came up. And mm-hmm. then, um, through the Onnit Academy, who I'm certified through, right. I met Shireen there at a, at a filming that we did one time uh, in Austin, and she's from Houston. She came by, I'm like, man, I really need you to come down here and, and, and do a seminar. Yeah. yeah, just do a workshop, a seminar, and, and just her dropping the knowledge, her perspective of it, uh, hearing her story on, on – uh, like how she met Wim Hof and, and just the story behind it and, and how it's affected her life, but all the other people that she's able to affect. That's really cool. I mean? like, yeah, I mean, it's fucking rad. It's something that's completely alternative. And that's sharing what it, the gift. Yeah, so it's it's just alternative to what I've ever known. Yeah. Like I work out. I go yeah. for a run. I do yeah. whatever. I fucking do the machines. I lift weights. Yeah. Some, martial some, arts. Yeah. Some people were thinking of it as like, they're like, oh, that's hippie, hippie bullshit. You know what I mean? But I think we're kind of past that yeah. phase. We had a story the other day that, um, on the, our, the bars open Beth and Greg show. I think it was, it was Friday. I think it was. And, uh, yoga just got like allowed back into schools in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, you just, can't say namaste. You yeah. Can't say, you can't do uh, med- You can't meditate. Yeah. Meditate or something like that. Yeah. Right. I just read that yesterday like, too. It's crazy. The fuck, right. And like, I mean, I think we should be smart enough to be past that kind of shit, but you know, there's still, there's still growth, you know, people <laughs> well, out there. It's kind of, kind of in the past where like, all right, taking, uh, the, uh, what is it, the Pledge of Allegiance out and yeah, pray anymore. There's just a lot of shit going on. Just the on, uh, things. on, um, the boards on the chats out here said he, he microdoses ketamine and it's worked amazing for him. So there's certain things like that that you do and it can help certain things, but it, like the DMT thing. I've never done any of that, of course, personally. Um, but I know, like, there's a lot of kind of science going around behind it. I know some states are, you know, changing their laws and stuff like that. They're allowing that to kind of go through, like, mushrooms or whatever. God bless you. Excuse me. Sorry. So, yeah, no worries. So, let's jump over to um, 
kind of shifting to the exercise. Let's focus on that a little bit more because I think that's one of the most important parts. If I don't work out like four or five times a week, I'm a dick. Like I just, it builds up in me. Like I have to, I'll work out in the, I moved, we used to have a gym right over here beside all this shit. And now I moved to another uh, room in the house. But even if I just, I just need like 30 or 40 or 50 minutes or an hour. Like if I go to the gym, it's an hour or two, right? If I'm working out and doing jujitsu, I'll also do like some workout before. It helps me in my headspace. And I guarantee Beth could, can confirm this. Like I just get edgy Mm -hmm. and antsy and I can't sleep. I already can't sleep that well anyway. You know, so, I mean, kind of jump in. Like, so, you, again, you're certified trainer. Are you certified? Yeah, you're certified through Onnit, you said. Onnit Academy, uh, the um, Unconventional Barbell, Steel Club, um, Steel Mace Flow. And then um, just putting, putting my time in on the mats, man. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm, yes, yes, I'm a purple belt, but. Man, we all don't. Me. We don't. All of us don't know everything, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but, always learning. But yeah. it's just me putting my time in uh, with Coach John, learning the system, mm-hmm. learning um, um, the, the technique. But I mean, there's also um, the character development. John, Coach John promotes off uh, character and how you um, how you carry yourself and, right. and things like that. So um, again, it, it's it's all part of training. Like, it all translates. Cool, right? And off the mats, yeah. Right. Like, every, for me, everything is jujitsu, dude. Everything is jujitsu, to be honest. Um, when you go like, all right, we wanted to shift to the exercise portion, but it ties back into the training. Your regular life. I'm right. training my brain and spinal cord uh, on a physical level, but uh, physiologically, there's chemicals that that get get uh, just get uh, spread out through the through the body. Where, all right, cool, I'm doing something good. Right. You know I mean, we're, it's a feel good kind of yes. thing. Yeah. It's the dopamine Absolutely. drops and yeah. or whatever it is, the endorphins and shit. I was walking around downtown, and, and there's a place, uh, I guess they do the sauna and things like that, but it, uh, it said uh, sweat equity. And mm-hmm. my buddy Mijo, you guys, I got to put my sweat deposit in for the day. Like, get out there and sweat, dude. Yep. Get out there and sweat. Put your <laughs> put your time in. Put your reps in. I tell people when they come to the gym, um, uh, we never close, so time should There's be always factor. some time. I don't give a fuck if you're in the middle of the night and you're like, I'm stressed Everyone's out. Everyone's got the same. 365. Yep. Feel alive at 365. As, as cliche as it sounds, like this is your gym. Um, we want to give you autonomy over your health, so uh, let's figure out how we're gonna do it. Uh, let's let's adapt. Figure out what's your current situation. Where are you coming from? What type of knowledge do you have right now? And how can we help you uh, be successful coming right. into the gym? So if you're only here, we get a lot of military. So if you're coming only coming in here for three months, six months, um, how can you be? strong enough, healthy enough, knowledgeable enough to be able to run your own workout when you go to the next gym for the next six months to a year. Um, do you love CrossFit? Do you want to get into martial arts? If not, that's okay. For me, when I'm <clears throat> not on the mats, it's the steel mace. And I'm able to create... Um, I'm actually going to share right here. So this is actually Sammy doing... If, you're on, if you can see the video, you'll see it here in just a second. Um, coming up. But this is basically Sammy. Uh, yeah, so that's swinging a, the mace. Quad around. god. Yeah, that's a twenty-five pound, um, uh, or it's a gata more so than a steel mace. But, but it's kind uh, of the same logic. It's it's like basically you're you're, you're fucking Walking Dead Negan. Baseball <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy though. I mean, and it, there's a million different flows that I've seen you do on that and stuff. And and it, yeah, so that's it's, a, again, it's an alternative cool aspect. kind of thing to do. Yes, yeah, so when I'm not on the mats, like obviously with jujitsu, there's layers and layers and layers. Same thing with yeah. the, with the mace. That's my jujitsu off the mats because I can create different sequences and different hand transitions. The body weight, I can create my own workout with just the body weight. Um, then I add the mace to it. All the hand transitions from there, man, it's just like jujitsu. Yeah, and it translates right over. But like, it forces my brain to it's focus a new skill. on the it's sequence, another, on yeah. the complex, on the specific flow or am i just uh kind of going with the flow and and uh, almost like that runner's high mm-hmm. when you get that runner's high um you're just, you're just moving when you're in that that uh like today we're zone doing, yeah yesterday yeah. and today we're doing uh, i wasn't there in yesterday but they're doing 10 minute rounds it's a fucking long time to roll yeah it is so sure. you're you're all right i got 10 minutes on the clock i gotta work with my opponent right now all right 
for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Depending on your who it is, man, it could suck. Yeah. Am I, yeah, how heavy is this dude? How much pressure yeah. is he going to give me for 10 minutes? Right. Or can he gas out? You know what I mean? So, like, it goes back to navigating through the current situations that, that I'm, I'm currently in. Right. So when you get those, uh, when you put that sweat equity in, when you put that sweat deposit in, you're like, those chemicals are getting sent to the brain. Like, all right, it's a good stress. Let me recover. It really is. Back into it's fun, right? My nephew, my nephew threw out there. He said basically, like working out for him is is, you know, it's uh, important for his mental health, happiness, and clarity. It's a good way to start his day. Absolutely, and that's kind of, you know, I work out in the evenings. That's just what I choose to. I have to do it in the morning myself. <laughs> yeah, and it, everybody's got kind of their flow, and that's how, I just like my days kind mm-hmm. of organized, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I hate getting up in the morning because I'm oftentimes up too late. And the mornings suck. That's how I've been my entire life. Like it's, yeah, whatever. same here. Um, but doing the workout, figuring out the flow, like kind of going with what you need to do to to make sure you're getting in it. So over time, though, he's been able to develop some of this stuff, and maybe not dive as deep of the rabbit hole as I have, but he's been able to learn and figure out how to kind of navigate through some of that stuff. To yeah. Work. He's not as as those waves of depression that come through sometimes. Don't hit as hard. Don't hit him as hard. Yeah. Yeah. See him coming kind of maybe? Yeah. Um, You know, um, I have a mace at home. I have a couple of kettlebells. I got, you know. and always work out, right? Yeah. That's one of the benefits. And, you know, just the the stress, you know. Um, Yeah. Well, real quick, that video that that Greg uh, shared, with Sammy swinging that mace, that fucking thing is heavy as shit. Exactly, it's twenty five pounds. Yes. It's twenty five pounds. Swinging around, but and it's shit though. it's. I mean, guys, like if if you ever want to uh, get your grip strength up, um, you want to have like uh, grandpa hands, you know, like them, <laughs> yeah, you know, right? you, you know, you when you like, shake a, 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 a yeah, dad yeah, strength, yeah, a dad strength, strength but grandpa strength, strength, grandpa strength is 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 a thing. Is way stronger than dad. You know, you got that. They got their rugged ass hands. You know, man. Dude, my grandpa's 76, and he's still out there doing concrete work. Yeah. Pico Pala every day. Yeah, he's got the... Bobcat, uh, gravel, leveling everything out, and then once comes time to pour the concrete, guiding the truck, uh, the chute, every, everything, man, like just from ground level. And uh, so my first job, uh, just when I was like 12 years old, 11, yeah. 12 years old, was concrete work in the summer for three months. Just nice. Out there That's in the fucking heat. rad, dude. Yeah. Uh, shovel, pick, leveling, gravel, uh, all of that. Hard so, work. Yeah, that's why so he has a hard work AC, ethic. Dude, when I got to the AC working in the like, gym. I'm never like, going to be back oh, outside. <laughs> I miss it. I do miss it, but yeah. like. It's gratifying though. Man, yeah. yeah you, see, you, you see shit completed. Mm-hmm. You accomplish a task. Damn right. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. It's like, holy shit, man. I just, task. I finished that, you and know. That's something. So I that's kind something. of like, for me, again, it's like Taekwondo I was pretty good at. Did pretty well. Um. And, you know, you compete, you do all those things. But, like, jiu-jitsu is a little bit different even in the in the way I say that or I think about this is, like, even when I just pick up, like, a quick little shift and I'm like, fuck, that's what's been – that's what I've been stuck on. Yeah. That's why I haven't been able to close my, yep. my triangle or something because I haven't been shifting my hip or I – or, so, like, something, right? Like a anaconda choke or something like that. It's uh-huh. like, oh, I wasn't deep enough. I wasn't this. And the little wins, like those little – kind of insights that you pick up along the way. Like, you can't do this shit. Yeah. It's not one time. It's 50 times of not getting it right and then figuring out, like, <clears> the <throat> little thing that shifts, that changes it, that all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I just figured it out. Yeah. And I've been having a trouble for fucking six months on this thing or whatever. Dude, it's yeah. really, I mean, and it's not about stripes. It's not about belts. It's like a reward. And Finding like, that truffle. Yeah, right? Sure. If that really is, and it's, it's, it's pretty fucking cool. Bulb, that aha moment. No, yep. it's, the, it's cool, uh, right? Yeah, like I'd so. If you guys aren't into martial arts and you want something different to do, try any of them. Fuck, I don't care. Go yeah. do judo. Go yeah. do karate. Go do jujitsu. Just learn a new skill. Learn a new skill. Is. Yeah. Pick something up. Yeah. Have fun with it. Go fucking ride a bike. I don't give a shit. Just do go some, do something. Right? If uh, uh, do something hard. If it scares, hard. If it scares you, try it it's out. Fun, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like go live- talking about like the first dude I ever rolled with was like. Big dude, and I'm like, yeah, and I was like, what the hell? And he's just laying on top of me. He's like, you're gonna do something? Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm normally up on my feet if I'm sparring with somebody, right? I'm not. I'm I'm not laying underneath. Yeah, you're 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 a strong dude, though, man. I remember rolling with you, and I was like, fuck, this guy's strong. I have to. 
Strong as because there's Dragon dudes like your strong. size. Strong as fuck, too. Right? That's the, the alternative to not being big is you got to be yeah. quick, strong, or something, some sort of combination, yeah, especially when you, you don't keep, have a lot of skill. You keep coming to class and getting more technique. So sure. now I have to step my game up and stay a little bit more technical and like. Goddamn right. right. Yeah, that's the goal, like, right? Mm-hmm. You're always chasing after skills and everyone. Skill sets and everyone kind of better betters themselves off that's, off each other. That's the fun part about Iron it. Sharpers. That's what I really love about it. Like I said, I only do it a couple times a week because I'm physically I don't, I don't know if my body would be able to hang anymore. Two times a week, right? You train. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday Thursdays. Yeah, it's fun as shit. So, back in the day, like when we first met, when we went into when I went into the jujitsu and just into the to the gym, you one of the comments you made was, and it stuck with me is jujitsu is like. For life, for you, and it sounds cheesy. It kind of does. Like mm-hmm. fucking admit it, it sounds cheesy and shit. Yeah. Like jujitsu for life, like BJJ for life, <laughs> like forever. The four, the <laughs> yeah, the four, four forever. <laughs> the f- you know, but yeah. the funny, the cool part about it is, I can I see said that where. To you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Remember that cheese ball. <laughs> but no, Sorry, I mean, bro. do you still feel like that? I mean, like you think you're gonna, you think it's a, something you're gonna. I mean, both you guys, you think it's something you guys gonna work on for. I'm not going anywhere, bro. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready to train for life, man. Like it's, it's. I came across it. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you get that tattooed on you. Really? <laughs> EJJ for life. I'll buy you the tattoo. Where though? Like right on your forearm. Tramp okay. stamp. <laughs> nah, you know, um, I think that uh, for a lot of people that are really dedicated, it's like, and not for everyone, you know, but you know, I've 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 constantly get injured and shit, and mm-hmm. so like, and and just bartending and stuff, like. You got to be on your feet. Yeah, you like move. I'm like fuck, man. That's you're how I make my in money. A chair yeah, all day. I can't. You know, it was, I, ankle or something. You're, you're past two injuries. Fucked. Yeah, past two injuries have been pretty scary for me. Yeah. Like to a point where I was like, man, I was, I, you know, it's rough. Dude. Depression was was. I didn't get out of bed for like I was for like four days. Couldn't even lift my leg up. You know, because I thought I, you know I had a little tear. But yeah. But um, shout out to Crystal for helping me out with that, by the way. But um, um, you know, it's uh for people that are serious about it, it's like fucking heroin, you know, you, you, you're addicted. You, you're not going anywhere. You know, it's like junkie for life, man. You One know, of the like, cool things you, I don't, I'm sure you guys know. Sorry. This. I don't mean to put it that way, but you know yeah, what I mean? I don't, I don't think I have a whole lot of heroin user. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, we get a lot of nerds in jujitsu too. Yeah. Like, like, you have a lot of ner- There's a lot of nerds in jujitsu, which is yeah, that are very nice. intelligent that, you know, it's like a Rubik's cube, you know, like, like, Oh man. Yeah. Like technically, John, technical John. kind of, Speaking yeah. people, you know, right? Ethan, right? Yeah, yeah. Musician, yeah. Uh, um, one of our guys uh, at the gym, he donated some books. And I'm like, hey man, we got a, a little library almost of, of some BJJ books. You want to check them out? And just kind of tell me some of his. Uh, it's part of his training, like yeah. what he was kind of having trouble with. Oh, dude, take this one. And it's a Tenth Planet book. Nice. And it was a Eddie yeah. Bravo. And it's kinda, yep. it was not the. Mastering the rubber guard one, but it was the one before that that he did. And, uh, man, he, he dove right in. Dove right in. It's cool, so, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's it's just a fun thing. And one of the, the, the coolest parts about, like, doing martial arts is the community around the the folks that do it. Like, it's a – when you say team, it really is a team. Mm-hmm. Like, there was competition. Shouted, out, uh, shouted him out on Friday night also. Um, and, you know – the, the whole team or a lot of the team showed up to support them, right? And just going to the gym and having that, again, it's a community around you. I think it's, that's important. So when we get wrapping kind of all of this stuff up, like have a community. If you need somebody to talk to, reaching out, like not being afraid to fucking talk about, like if you've got stresses going on. We all have stress, but there's different types of stresses that like some of us can deal with and some of us fucking can't, quite honestly, right? So you got to yeah. be honest about it. And yeah. If you're fucking having a hard time, reach out. You know, let us know. Talk to me. Message me. Message one of these guys. Um, and you know we can we can keep going on that way. So, um, well, I think having the people like directly around you, and like knowing that all right, cool, I can truly open up to this person. Yeah, is uh, is awesome. But having like when you train jiu-jitsu like you're constantly problem solving so you're, yes i'm getting my training and i'm getting the, the mental aspect and like i'm having the a physical, problem solve. yeah yeah like the physiological too physiological it's kind of internally happening but um 
but then you have like the emotional and, and uh, almost spiritual where I'm making a connection with my training partner. You know what I mean? Like it is. I mean, it's as close as you can get fucking get to somebody who's grappling yeah. with them. So if you ever travel, <laughs> and yeah. if you ever go to another jujitsu school, it's gonna be the same thing. Like uh, yeah. if you talk to them, like man, I love my training partners. You know what I mean? This is my team. This is my. Yeah. Uh, so loving the people around you definitely like keeping them close. And, yeah. And, uh, I mean, we're trying to rip each other's heads apart sometimes, but in it, it, all in good fun you're like man like all I'm, in good I'm fun closer though. to this guy than i am with the person that i see working out like just lift the weights yeah. yeah you know what i mean so it's it's different it's definitely different it's personal band of brothers very man personal. very personal yeah so all right so i got two more questions how many times has coach sean put you to sleep zero really lisa has put me to sleep no shit yeah. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and finally between the two of you who wins in a fight one-on-one <laughs> Dude, this guy packs a punch, dude. So I'm gonna have to really. He would. He would. Uh, he, 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 you know. Out, like, yeah, he would, he would. He uh, would arm. He would probably arm Spider drag monkey. me or like shoot for a single, and <laughs> and then uh, I would Let's climb up. I here. would have to. I would have to get him quick, but but. Uh, I have to, yeah, I have to arm drag and work my way around he, him. Yeah, because you know he's he's a he's fucking he's choked me choked me he's up a heavy, bunch bro. of times. He's a big dude. Yeah, yeah I've rolled with him. So, Drew, <laughs> Sammy, thank you guys so much for being on. Thank you for fucking sharing your story, dude. I really, sure. Both you guys for sharing your story. Really appreciate it. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. This will be out on iTunes and Spotify as well. Um, you can check it out. Check us out at The Bars Open with Beth and Greg, of course, on YouTube and or, uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and then YouTube and Facebook as well for the live video. So, remember, go like, subscribe. Go make a fire. Do something good for each other. I want to shout out to all the military first responders, all you guys. Without sure. you guys, we can't do yes. this. Ian, come get a beer. Evan Haley, we miss you. And cheers. You guys have a great night. Take care. Thank you guys again. I appreciate Thank it, man. Thank you, guys. Love you guys.